0: Hey there, and welcome to the Loretto House Creative Podcast. My name is Molly Finch. I am so glad you're here. This podcast is for the Catholic career-driven woman who desires to live out her God-given vocation paired with her passion for business, entrepreneurship, and whatever else her career and life may bring her. So with that, let's dive in. Well, hi, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. Uh, welcome to this little mini series of um, the book that I'm about to announce. Uh, my name is Molly Finch, and I am the host of the Loretto House Creative Podcast. And I'm really excited about this because this book, um, which is called, okay, I guess I'll announce it, it's called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I did post it on um, our social media story. So if you haven't taken a chance to go look at us on social media, Um, I did post about this and it seemed like a lot of people were interested in doing a mini-series on just talking through this book. So I'm pretty excited. I've never done this before. Um, We'll see how it goes because honestly, I've highlighted areas that I felt were really impactful to me and who knows, they might not be impactful to you, but maybe at the very least, it'll help you get excited and motivated to read a book like this, especially this one um I know that like books like this are not the most exciting right like we would much rather read probably most anything else um other than this book so you know I just highly encourage that I promise you it's worth it especially though it's it is kind of dry the the subject matter is dry but the way he tells the story is not so the book that we're going to talk about today is um Rich Dad Poor Dad it is by Robert Kiyosaki and I know that this is backwards because it's a video Um, and for those listening via podcast um, the book is (laughs) backwards in the video but as you can see I have a little Second and Charles um, sticker on here so I got this from Second and Charles whoop whoop Uh, you can get amazing books there um, for rather cheap so it's a win-win all around right Um, The book, like I said, is by Robert Kiyosaki, and I will put a link probably to Amazon uh, to this book. Um, And it's funny because my dad is a huge rich dad, poor dad guy. Um, He has all of his books. Um, There are like eight of them. He also has the board game called Cash Flow, which is by Robert Kiyosaki. And um, I hope I'm saying that right as I'm like looking at his last name. Uh, just full disclosure I might not be saying his name right. Um, (laughs) That's not very unusual for me (laughs) to mispronounce something. (laughs) Um, But the point of this series is really to talk about like high level kind of the areas that stood out to me. So it might feel a little like okay she's just reading through notes but um, I really all I did was Underlying areas within each chapter that I felt were impactful to me. And so I hope that this little book study um, gives just a little glimpse into this book and, at the very least, encourages you to maybe go and check this book out and read it. And e- even if it's just skimming through it, um, I promise you it's worth it because I think it just is such a mindset shift. And I think so many of us really need that, right? um so this book is broken up into different lessons um the idea behind the title of it rich dad poor dad is that um Robert and I I do believe it's a true story but Robert when he was a kid um he says he has two dads in his life and he had his rich dad which was his friend his best friend's dad who owned businesses in Hawaii and was incredibly wealthy but in a very unique way okay um So that was his quote-unquote rich dad. And then his poor dad was actually his own dad um, who was well-educated, had a stable job, um, always encouraged going to school, get educated, get a stable job, get the one with the benefits. Um, That was his considered poor dad, and it was his dad. Um, So the title can be a little confusing, but that's kind of essentially the rich dad, poor dad, like, Those two different people in his life. And they taught him very different lessons. And so he writes a lot about what his rich dad imparted to him. um, The wisdom that he gave him, especially starting out as a kid. Like I think, I think it was like nine that he started learning lessons from his rich dad. Um, So the first lesson in this book is called The Rich Don't Work for Money. So this is considered chapter two, but it's lesson one so kind of the backstory about this is that Robert and his friend and they were nine um they saw these kids uh in school and so they were considered the poor kids um but the way that the school zoning happened in Hawaii was that they were actually able to go to the public school that the rich kids got to go to and so Robert and his friend saw his quote-unquote rich friends um go to like a summer house with like a big boat and they weren't invited to the weekend um because they were quote-unquote poor um and so robert and his friends or and his friend uh asked their dad how do we get rich because that way we can be invited to this party right so that was their motivation as little kids um And so kind of what happens is, is they end up doing something that's technically illegal. Uh, They like (laughs) got a ton of um, coins and or no, no, they got toothpaste, old toothpaste uh, containers, which were metal back in the day, and they melted them down and created money. And so, you know, obviously that's considered counterfeit and it is illegal, um, but Robert's Uh, friend's dad saw that oh my gosh you know they're trying to be really resourceful and figure out a way to um make money in a very unique way and it was illegal but the the principle behind it was that they had this this desire right to to make money um and they were trying to be really creative with it um so the first lesson the rich don't work for money basically what ends up happening is that Robert and his friend go to his friend's dad, so his rich dad, and say, can you teach us how to get rich? Um, and I know it's interesting as like Catholics, the idea of getting rich, you know, we are very much giving to the poor and um, that's kind of what we want to focus on, which is actually interestingly enough, what comes up a lot in this book is all about giving, that you have to give in order to receive and you have to be okay with giving. Um which I think is beautiful, right? Like this is not all the idea of getting rich quick or tell us how to get rich. You know, you could stop there and be like, well, this is not a book for me. However, if you keep reading, you recognize that the rich dad is more giving than the poor dad because he is able to give and he recognizes that like by giving he receives. But really he wants to give. He has the means to give, right? So anyway, um... Robert and his friend ask his friend's dad, you know, uh, tell me how to get rich. And so the dad says, come work for me. So, you know, they're like, okay. And he actually pays them like an insanely small amount. And what ends up happening is they, um, work for his dad every Saturday morning they're like nine years old okay so they work in one of his dad's um one of his friend's dad's like supermarkets and they work every morning and um every Saturday morning so they're missing their um baseball games as little kids I mean come on like this is it's really it's really comical but like both of these kids these boys were so ready and hungry to learn we want to be rich we want to be rich like our friends that didn't invite us which is just like rule number one like why would you want to be like them right but so anyway they're they're working and I think they're making 10 cents every Saturday morning so it's like three weeks goes by and Robert is actually pretty fed up um He's missing his baseball games. He's making zero money. It's just not, it's not working for him. He's really aggravated. And so what happens is, is that he ends up going one Saturday morning and he's like, you know, I'm going to go talk to my friend's dad and I'm going to say, this is such injustice. Like you are paying me so little and I'm giving up so much of my time, my effort. I'm doing this work for you and you haven't even like taught me how to get rich and so that's really interesting is because he, they ha- had to ask the dad to help them get rich and the dad sent them off working and never saw them, right? He, he sent them off to work for 10 cents every Saturday morning. And so Robert felt like this is such an injustice, like I, I need to make this right. So he ends up going to have a meeting at nine years old, right? with and i think it was 9 years old he was a kid um he ends up going and having this meeting and um and so he waits in in the waiting room and he waits for uh his friend's dad to have meetings with all of his em- employees right so he's sitting there he's fuming he's a kid he's like i just want to see my friend's dad and tell him this is ridiculous so he's waiting there all saturday morning into the afternoon and so then he finally gets time with his friend's dad and says his piece, right? Like he says all the things that he's aggravated about. And <laughs> it's really funny is because the dad knew exactly like that was his lesson was to pay him so little um, to get him aggravated, to get his, his son and his son's friend, which is Robert, aggravated and, and feel that injustice of like, this is not right. So he goes to his friend's dad and he says all these things. And it's funny, let me see if I can find the page. Um, The dad said, in less than a month, you sound like most of my employees. And so Robert's like, I thought you were going to keep your end of the bargain and teach me um, saying that it's cruel. And, And the dad's like, what makes you think I haven't taught you? And the Robert was like, Well, you I haven't even seen you. And so this is like a, a fallacy, I think, in our own brains, and we have been conditioned to think this is that teaching is a lecture. Everything is a lecture being taught, you know, with words. But um Robert's rich dad taught him with actions and wanted him to feel the injustice and the pain and the ickiness of going to work knowing that you're underpaid, but doing it because you think that I have to work to make money in order to become rich and I'm working for the money and not having the money work for me. And so his, the, the rich dad actually taught by actions and taught him this invaluable lesson as like a little kid that for him to feel, feel that injustice, right? Um, It's interesting because the rich dad talked about life pushing you around and, you know, it's, it's interesting because life does push us around, right? Like, oh my gosh, there's so many ups and downs all the time, everywhere, everywhere you look, right? Hey everyone, it's Molly. I just wanted to jump on here real quick and ask you if you've had a chance to check out our website. If you haven't, um, it is www.lorettohousecreative.com and we are serving up all different types of business resources for your Catholic business especially catered to the Catholic entrepreneur woman who is really striving to use her God-given gifts to produce sustainable income. So if you haven't had a chance, go check us out at LorettoHouseCreative.com and make sure to sign up for our newsletter where, where you will receive all of these resources straight to your inbox. Anyway, back to the show. And so we just get like pushed around, beat up because life is like relentless right i mean it happens all the time but what the rich dad was helping robert see is that first of all feel that injustice feel that frustration but let that frustration like push you to recognize the injustice and make a difference and to do something different and so i think a lot of us and i know i'm totally guilty of it that reading this book has really helped put perspective or helped me to take a step back and ask myself okay I am doing x amount of hours for an amount of money and is that right is am I willing to do that for the rest of my life right I'm letting someone else choose I'm worth x amount for every hour of my life okay that's kind of crazy right that I'm letting someone else choose that for me Am I taking that frustration? Am I just sitting with it or am I going to make a difference with it? And so the rich dad has this quote and he says, the poor and the middle class work for money, but the rich have money work for them. And I think that is, you have to change your mindset and think, I am committing time of my life for money, which is honestly like it's a piece of paper, right? But I'm putting my life and I'm doing all this stuff to get money when, okay, let's take a step back. Is that really the smartest way to do it? I I don't think it is, right? And so he really was trying to teach from a very young age this concept of we are conditioned to think that in order to, and it's not in order to become rich, it's in order to the the. Mindset is, let me get a good job so I can pay for bills and pay for expenses, pay for the car, pay for the house, right? Hold up, like none of those things are actually what you want to spend your money on, but it's kind of you're thinking, I need to have a job in order to pay for these things. And you're immediately paying for just expenses because, you know, expenses to live um, and then you have nothing left over. So taking what the rich dad was talking about, we have to think uh, through, like, is life pushing us around and are we being creative and really thinking, hold up, I don't need to work just for money, but money can actually work for me. And how can I change my actions and all the things that I'm doing in order to just, in order for it to work for me, right? And it's interesting because that, that's a huge mind shift. And I think like a lot of times, you know, it's easy to say, yeah, that's amazing. But literally, I have to pay for things. And I have like notes, and I have mortgages or rent or whatever. You know, you have you just had another baby like you, you have expenses and that's so normal. And he's not saying like that that is that is absolutely normal. But you have to take that frustration and you have to use it for good, Right. So what the rich dad was really wanting them to know, like I've said, is that life pushes you around, but you have to take that frustration and turn it into something good. The He says that one of life's biggest traps is the idea that the more I make the happier not even the happier but that okay things will get paid for right like the more I the more income I have then I won't feel as strapped right and this is such a fallacy because you're not changing your mindset as soon as you make more money you can you recognize I can afford X amount more so I can afford a bigger house so let me go ahead and purchase that bigger house and then you're doing the same exact thing you just on a different scale um you know you make more you want to buy that nicer car so you do that um and then you go through this cycle of then okay well now i need to make more and now i feel like there's an injustice with my employer and they're not paying me as much and so then it's all the employer's fault right but you're not taking ownership of your own actions and so that's what the rich dads really talking about in this first chapter is just taking ownership recognizing that you're getting pushed around recognizing that You're depending on an employer to pay you what you're worth, and they never will, right? Because your life is not, your worth is not based on your work. Your worth is based in God, and an employer, a corporation, doesn't care about that. They don't care about your soul. But you can sit here and knowing that, take a step back and think, you know, God has like big plans for my life, and I am running ragged just trying to make money for to pay for the expenses that I have accrued right so it's almost like get if if you feel like you're getting pushed around then push back that's like the number one thing especially in this first chapter is recognizing if you're feeling pushed around don't blame someone else change something in your life And push back and be creative Um, those are kind of like the big tips or the big things that I took away from the first chapter Um, there's obviously so much more in this first chapter but I just think like as a as a takeaway and an action item for for you is um, take a moment to look at where you're spending your time And I know I have to do this often because I get pretty much caught up in spending my time and doing all the things, not even recognizing if like, are these things helping me? I have no idea. Um, I'm spending all this time to get X amount of money and I'm going to, we only have 24 hours in a day. You are going to run out of time. But there is (laughs) a ton of money out there, right? You don't have a lot of time. So let's flip the script and let's make money work for us. And this is huge, especially when you own your own business or you're an entrepreneur and you're you're trying to make things work. You have to be, you have to use your time so well, right? Because you have, you're in charge of everything, right? Like if you're trying to get something off the ground, you are doing all the things and your time is really valuable. So make, I would say this week, take a moment to really look and examine what am I spending my time doing? Is this sustainable? Is this going to really get me ahead? Or is this just paying for the bills and then I have a little measly amount left over? Ask yourself those things and really take a moment to, to do a deep dive and to do some soul searching and ask God especially to give you some insight. Um, I'm going to put a link in the show notes. I have a asset versus liability worksheet tracker that helps you recognize and and it's explained in the worksheet but because you have if you're an entrepreneur you want to make sure that you're focusing on growing your assets um, and that's all that mindset of making that your money work for you instead of expenses, liabilities, you want to minimize those. And we're going to get into more in depth with those in the book. But I'm going to put a link in the show notes to the worksheet so you can at least read up on it and then also do the worksheet. Um, So you can kind of just get your brain working in that way. It's, It's not natural for a lot of us to, especially as women, like some of us aren't very analytical because we're mamas, we're nurturers, we are creative, a lot of us are. Um, and some of us are, you know, there's gifts and talents in other areas. Um, so I would just really encourage to take a moment and put on your analytical thinking cap and make lists, think about what actions you're doing, because I promise you if take the time now, it will put, give you a strong foundation for your business, for whatever you're pursuing. And it will be worth it, um, to take that the moments right now to really look at, what you're doing each and every day to make to have that shift in your mind to say is money working for me or am I just doing these things these tasks offering these services um to to make money because that will never stop right you will just continually offer more services put in more hours to make more money and it will never stop it'll just it's it's a constant it's it's constantly happening and you'll never get ahead if you don't take the time now um to look at where you're spending your time. So I hope that was insightful. That was just chapter one or lesson. It was actually chapter two, lesson one. It's really confusing. Um I encourage you to get the book and to read it for yourself because there's going to be areas that stand out to you more than maybe they stood out to me. Um stay tuned because we will do another um episode about lesson two in the book um I'll put some links in the show notes and I just really encourage all of you to just keep pressing in and to know that like this is absolutely worth it and I know it's scary and it almost feels like it just never ends like you're always doing the next thing but I promise you it is worth it um I'm here please share with me your thoughts your feelings what you would like me to discuss um if you'd like to be on the show please reach out uh, we're a community here, and we're here to just produce um, Catholic resources for entrepreneurs um, because it, it is a hard, it's a hard place to be, and it, it 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 does feel a lot of the times unseen. But I promise you, it, it's worth it. Um, we're here. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, just keep pressing in, and um, we'll talk soon. God bless. Hey everyone thanks for the listen if you didn't know you can subscribe to podcasts amazing right if you take a moment to subscribe to this podcast you'll get notifications on when the next episodes are posted and who wouldn't want that did you know there's a website check out www.lorettohousecreative.com to see what we're all about last but not least go give us a follow at loretto house creative on instagram and until next time god bless